As I already mentioned, it's certainly a pleasure and a blessing to be here this morning, and uh, uh, I hope th- the Lord will continue to watch over us, that He continue to bless us, that we would, uh, what should always be most important to us when we come here is to worship Him in spirit and in truth. <clears throat> uh, Brother Marty mentioned and talked a little bit about our country and how he wishes we'd look to, we'd all look... Well, look over one another for grace rather than anger or bitterness. And uh, I think we'd certainly be a better country for that. And uh, as God's people, we should definitely be leading the way in that matter. Um, with that said, I think oftentimes we, I know I do myself, uh, we put too much stock in this country. And uh, I think sometimes we tie this country together with Christianity we tie, God forbid, but we do it, we tie this country together with the kingdom of heaven. And uh, this country <clears throat> started just a short while ago, and there's, there'll be a point where this country will end, and uh, the kingdom of heaven will persevere forever. Um, the kingdom of heaven will persevere here on this earth as long as this earth stands, and then God's people will there's coming a day we'll all be we'll all be called home, but uh, as I said, I just want to remind each and every one of you that 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 we should take we should take we should take care to think on the things of this country. We should take care to pray for our leaders because that's what God instructs us to do. But I hope we can always remember and and. I hope we can always know that as children of God, the first and most important thing in this life is that we, our effort is to further the kingdom, further the kingdom of God and further the kingdom of heaven and, and to serve him and remember that, that God is not tied to this country, that if this country falls, God's people will persevere and, uh, this, this country is not all there is. And, uh, and I appreciate brother Marty, uh, I think we all did, but he especially saw the the possibility of the strife that was happening towards the end of our uh, last president's election and our over the course of our last president's term and uh, our current president coming uh, coming to power. Uh, he's made a he's made a great effort to to remind us of that on many different occasions that 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 this this country is is not Christianity that uh, that 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 the children of God are are apart from this country and not completely tied to it. Um, with that said, I'd like to I'd like to call your attention to uh, the book of Matthew this morning, chapter six, and I'd like to I'd like to talk to you just for a few more minutes about prayer. This is something we all know and we've we've all read before, and uh, but sometimes it's good to hear the the simple things the simple things again, and. Uh, when we look at this country and we look at the 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 sin that's running so rampant, I think this uh, I think this country would be would do well to remember how to pray Amen. and in what matter we should pray. And if you want to know how to pray and what to pray for, the best way to go about that is to get in God's Word. The the number one thing in my spiritual life, I think, is uh, 
It, it is prayer. I, I, I spend more time praying than I do anything. But uh, I find often that I'm, I pray, I feel like I'm pleasing the Lord more in my prayers. And uh, I feel like I'm asking righteous things the more I study His Word. And they go hand in hand. So if you want to know how to pray and you want to learn how to pray more appropriately and in a way that's going to be more pleasing to God and you want to ask for righteous things that are of the Lord, then get in His Word and study it. And you'll, you'll find yourself doing that much more often. Matthew chapter 6, uh, we'll, we'll start in verse, uh, start in verse 9. Um, but I just wanted to say that this is, uh, this is, this is the Lord Jesus Christ teaching, teaching His disciples and, and a, and a multitude of people, uh, some very fundamental doctrines. And, uh, so here we are in, in chapter 6, verse 9, uh, learning about how we ought to pray and, and the matter which we go about it. Some people call this the, the Lord's Prayer. It, it, it's not the Lord's Prayer. Jesus didn't actually pray this. This is a, I know we all here know this, but this is an instructional prayer. This is Christ teaching us the matter in which we should pray and the, the, the steps in which the certain things you should recognize while you are praying. So Matthew chapter 6, verse 9. After this manner, therefore pray ye, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's, that's, the, that's the first sentence of that prayer. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Here's the Lord Jesus Christ teaching his disciples, and, and I think also probably a great multitude of people with them. Uh, when you start a prayer, you, you recognize and you acknowledge to whom you're praying. And that is the, the Father of, the, the Father God, which is in heaven. And, uh, as we recognize God, we also need to recognize that we have a, a duty to keep His name holy. Hallowed be Thy name. That there's a, there's a responsibility to the Christian. There's a responsibility, a responsibility to the child of God there that, that we ought to remember that we are praying to the Father, that we are praying to God, and that his name should be kept hallowed, his name should be kept holy. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Now, I, I think I've heard it said, not amongst the PBs, but growing up, I think I've heard it said, uh, that, that right here in verse 10, this is, this is, this is praying for, God to come, for Christ to come back a second time and to, to take over this world. And, uh, but I don't think that's, I don't think that's what's being asked right here. I don't think this is what Christ is instructing where it says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. This is talking about the kingdom of God, the kingdom of, the kingdom of heaven in this life, the, the peace and righteousness that, that the children of God can receive here in this life. This is, uh, this is what's being spoken of here. When you get down on your knees and you, you recognize and you pray to, the, pray to the God of heaven and you pray that, Lord, thy kingdom come, you're asking, Father, please help me to honor and serve you. Help me, Lord, to, help me, Lord, to experience your peace and your joy and your righteousness here in this life, Lord, that I might be a better servant of you. Amen. That's what's being, that's what's, that's what Christ is instructing right here. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Just a little short note about thy will be done. Uh, in earth as it is in heaven, uh, that part, thy will be done. That's, uh, the older I've gotten and hopefully the more ma- mature I've got as a, as a Christian, uh, the more I've remembered to pray in almost every single prayer I pray that God's will be done. Uh, I have certain things I ask, uh, of the Lord, um, 
certain things that I think are good for me, uh, certain needs that I think I have. Um, but also the older I get, the more I realize I don't need nearly as much as I thought I did. And, uh, and so I try to not let myself be ignorant of the fact that often my, my needs and wants, even though I try, sometimes they get confused. And, uh, and ultimately, even if, if I do think I have a legitimate need of something, I know that, that God knows far greater than I do. And, uh, it is, it is prevalent, uh, it's in my best interest that I'm not asking the Lord to do what I want to do completely. Uh, it's in my best interest to remember that God knows all things, that he's my father, uh, that he's, he loved me enough to send his son Jesus Christ to die on the cross at Calvary for me. And uh, if he did that, then uh, it's my best interest that his will is done with my life, not always my will. And uh, so I just wanted, to, just wanted to make a note of that. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. That's a verse 11 right there. That's a, that's a really short, uh, example of just asking your basic needs. Go to the Lord and just ask Him to provide for your needs. And as I, as I mentioned a moment ago, sometimes our needs and wants get confused. Uh, when I was younger, I used to, shamefully, I used to pray too much for, uh, maybe getting a new PlayStation or <laughs> getting, getting something to that effect and, uh, and after about uh, 14 or 15 years old, I uh, started started to realize those aren't needs by any stretch of the imagination. I uh, I went to Nicaragua a few times, um, and uh, I saw uh, I saw people who who really had needs. I saw people who uh, who wondered where their next meal was coming from. Um, when I was in Nicaragua, I'm not sure it's this, if this if this is a true fact now, but at the time I was there, they were the second poorest country in the in the whole Western Hemisphere. On this side of the world, they were the second poorest country. And uh, I went to a place in Nicaragua, in Nicaragua called uh, the Flags. And uh, the Flags for houses, they basically had a uh, you take a few little pine tree saplings out there, and uh, that was the corner post of their homes. They had dirt floors, and we came through there with uh, some plastic wrap. On one of the last days we were there, we came. Th- through there with some plastic wrap because we had some leftover money and uh, we started wrapping those four those four corners of their house with plastic wrap uh, because the sheets that they had draped up acting as the walls had had holes in it and uh, you would have thought that we just walked through there and gave each one of them a million dollars um, so as we think about this country and we think about uh, all the issues we have we would be uh, we do well to remember that there's there's places in this world where where we look like we're kings here, even the poor folks among us. Um, give us this day our daily bread. Just this Christ is just instructing. Just ask the ask God of your needs and trust that He'll provide provide them to you. As as children of God, we're taught that our needs will always be met. Um, our wants won't always be met, but but our needs will always be met as the children of God. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Though our eternal salvation has been paid for by the shed blood, as I said, of Christ on the cross at Calvary, um, and the predestinarian power of God and the born-again power of the Holy Ghost, um, we're still taught here in this life when, when we sin, and uh, when we fall short of the mark that God has set before us, that uh, it uh, 
it's a good thing to go to the Lord and, and ask for forgiveness to, to let him, to tell God that, that you know you've, you've walked from him, you've strayed from him. And, uh, it's a good thing to go asking God to forgive you of your sins, to forgive you of your debts. And uh, as Brother Marty mentioned shortly last week, uh, if you're going to go to the Lord and ask for forgiveness of your debts here in a timely manner, uh, you'd be served well to, to forgive others of their debts. Also, those who have, who have debt again, who have debts for you. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine, I'll, I'll stop right there. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Uh, to recognize that we live in a sinful world, uh, the, the, that old man is still is still in us somewhere, and the temptation of serving the flesh and sin is 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 is, is, is as we all know still readily available inside of us. And uh, asking God to 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 lead us from that temptation, to deliver us from the evil that would so quickly take us and uh, turn us over to a carnal mind. And it says, "For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever." Amen. And then once again, right here at the end, recognizing who you're talking to. You're talking to, to him which owns the kingdom, to him which has all the power, and to him whom the glory belongs forever. That's the sovereign God of heaven. And uh, It's just, in a world that has so many false idols, uh, in a nation that has so many false idols, and uh, truthfully at this point, so many false gods, it's, uh, it's important when we're, when we're praying, and, and especially important when we're praying uh, amongst ourselves as a congregation to recognize and give glory where it's due, and that is to the sovereign God of heaven. <laughs> And uh, I'll leave you with this. Um, if you're ever struggling and you can't muster up uh, a, uh, you can't muster up the strength to to pray, you don't know what to say. There's there's many places in Scripture that you could turn to that has some some already great prayers laid out. And uh, this one that I'm going to speak up to you, speak to you of is uh, in Psalms uh, 139. It's the last two two verses in Psalms 139. It's uh, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts, and see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Asking, the, asking God, that's David, and uh, I believe it was a prayer he prayed. Uh, asking God to search your heart, to know your thoughts, to try you, to, to fill you out, to find if there's any wickedness in you that you're not aware of, that, that, that you need help, that you need help getting away from. And to lead me in the way everlasting. That's not, uh, that's not asking God to, to lead you into eternal life. We know that that's already been paid for for us. That's, that's asking, asking your, asking your Father, asking your Lord to, to lead you in the way everlasting in the sense that there is a way that is everlasting. There's a way that sin's gonna come to an end. Sin has an end. And that, that's not an everlasting way. That, there's, there's coming a day where God is going to abolish sin completely. Uh, from from his people, and uh, it's going to be no more. But there's a way that's everlasting. That's the way of God, and, and truth, and righteousness, and love, 
And uh, right there where it says, and lead me in the way everlasting, that's, that's the child of God asking for, for him to lead you in his way, to, to take you down the path that, that he would have you to go and to follow and to honor and to serve him. And uh, that's all I have for you this morning. So uh, I hope the Lord will bless you and I hope uh, God will bless our pastor.